For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sports Biz Sports Media right here on Believe. I am Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com, along with Art Source back in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Artie, of course, used to kick uh, for USC and used to do the same for the Rams, and uh, he runs was your your Thursday going as we take this at uh, 716 Eastern Standard Time, 416 Pacific Standard Time. Everything's going great, Fred. Great to be on the show. A lot of really bizarre things happening in the world of sports. Looks like uh, Urban Meyer's going to get back into football, take the job with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the breaking news. Uh, pretty nice contract from what I'm hearing. Well, he asked for 12s. At worst, he's gotten, I'm sure he gets 11, probably times five years or something like that. Uh, yeah. I, but, you know, it's not weird that he got back into it. You know, he he's won everywhere he's been, Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, obviously uh, Ohio State. But uh, we'll see what happens with Jags. Uh, obviously, uh, they need a quarterback. 13 draft and, picks, plus they have a shot at Trevor Lawrence. I that's think not that bad. weighed heavily on his mind. That's not bad. Coaches have big egos. They like to look good and you know feel good about themselves and want other people to feel good about them. So uh, uh, as you said, uh, he's got good things that you know looking uh, you know just from above. He's got Selfishly, good things. Possible. Fred, I was really hoping that the Chargers would make a run at him. Yeah, it's possible, I guess. But uh, he's never really been on the West Coast, well, Utah, I guess. But uh, uh, anyways, he he will be making a lot of money. He will not be. Uh, uh, begging for food or anything like this, like millions are across uh, this country. But, you know, yesterday something happened, and I said to myself, has basketball changed? Is there more than one basketball on the court at the same time? James Harden wanted out of Houston. He made that quite clear the way he was playing. But now he's with the Nets, and if Irving comes back, and if they take him back, those are three guys who need the basketball, who want the basketball. So my question, Art, maybe I've been sleeping, uh, you know, through this uh, uh, this uh, war that we're having in this nation right about now and the pandemic. Uh, is there Are there two basketballs now on the court when we're playing in the NBA? Well, you know what's funny, Fred, is years ago when I did UNLV basketball on the radio, Jerry Tarkady and I used to always laugh about that because he said, listen, you can't have three great players on one team unless they're unselfish. Now, last time I checked, unselfish is not the, uh, the dictionary term I would use to describe Kyrie Irving. Uh, <laughs> James Harden, I, I would have to say that he likes the ball. I mean, ask Mr. Westbrook what he thinks about that. And, and of course, you know, Durant, Durant might be the only real team player in that group, but I'm really interested to see what Steve Nash Mike D'Antoni, you know, what they could come up with offensively to placate three shooters. 
Okay, here's the deal. You, oh, no, I sounded like Biden. Uh, I, I beg myself don't sound like that. <laughs> right, 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 right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. And I'd like to thank Mario right now for putting this together. Because if you know what he went through this morning trying to get this show up, you wouldn't believe it, folks. It's 419. My point is, why would they want Irving back? As talented as he is, he doesn't get along with his teammates. He doesn't get along with his management. He makes racist statements. He, you know, make the most outlandish comments on Earth. I too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's exactly what, I, you know, what, what I'm saying is he's not a guy that I want, I would could trust. Obviously, he hasn't shown up for how many games now, and it's not COVID. So he just hasn't shown. He's just personal. Well, what's the, what's the personal? Uh, he's going to come back now where he's got to share the ball even more. I don't know what's going on. What, okay, so if you're Nash and company in Brooklyn, do you want him back with all his talent? You know, I think it comes down to sitting down with the team and finding out, A, what, you know, what was the problem with Kyrie? You know, maybe his dad or his mom were sick or something. But at least come out, be a man, and talk to the coaches, the general manager, the ownership group, and say, look, you know, I need 10 days. Something happened. It's out of my control. Communicate. That's what it's always all about. You know that. But, but I don't know. It's not the you first know, the time NBA, he's done. Not the, uh, Artie, he's not the first time he's done this, though. I agree. You know, I he's pulled this before. So that's what, if it was a first well, time thing, Cleveland, okay. Cleveland got rid of him. And, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah. mistaken, this is his third team, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, a great player at Duke for his one year. I'm not questioning that. I'm not questioning his great physical talent. But I, if I was a coach or a general manager or an owner, he would drive me nuts. If I was a teammate, he would drive me nuts. You know, I got to take the last shot. Well, you know, Harden wants to take the last shot. And Durant maybe should take the last shot. So I don't know how that's going to work out. They're talking about, you know, what they're saying already is that it's now or never. You know, they've never won. This is their chance. They gave up, what, four number one picks beyond uh, – uh, the players that they gave That's up. That's a blockbuster trade when you involve four teams, four number ones over the next four years. I mean, you know, I mean, that whole Eastern division looks to me like it's going to be pretty powerful right now. I mean, I can't, I can't, you know, open up the, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, the crystal ball. But, you know, I look at Boston, I look at Philly, I look at Miami. I mean, you still have Toronto, which is a pretty good team. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of action going on there, and Indiana plays good basketball. So does Milwaukee. You know, it, I, I just I, I question the premise of playing basketball with three superstars. Superstars. Now, if one of them was a great rebounder like a Rodman, I'll understand it. If one of them was a great assist man, I'd understand it. You know, and maybe two scores, but somebody's going to need to get rebounds on that team. We know that won't be Harden or Kyrie. Uh, you know, somebody's going to have to be the go-to guy in the in the clutch. I still say that's going to be Durant, based on everything I've seen. Um, but you know what? We could be proven wrong, Fred. Who knows? Maybe these three guys will like each other. They'll decide that they want to play basketball as a team. Who knows? What do we know, kid? Folks, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. I'd bet against that. And I'll tell you the truth. I don't know if we're going to finish this season anyways. 
again now yeah. we've heard that uh, friday night games and now uh, yeah yeah some wednesday games were canceled now some friday games have been canceled now some saturday games have been canceled how many games need to be canceled until you cancel the darn season and as cj mccallum said is it worth it please tell me artie is it worth it well the more we go along fred the more i realize that what we grew up as kids watching 50, 60 years ago is not the same. The game is, it's a different game. There's no Elgin Baylor's. There's no Oscar Robertson's. There's no Will Chamberlain's. You know, where guys played defense, they played the game the way it was meant to be played. This is all showtime, man. And, and I really believe the NBA has lost so many consumers who want to watch in the United States but they don't care. They decided under David Stern that they were going to go to China. They were going to get international. And the ratings they get internationally are incredible. The one thing the NBA did right over the last 25 years is market the game around the world. And, and I got to give them credit for that. Art, of course, kicked for the Rams. Um, ratings for the National Football League, no. Again, there were six games last uh, weekend, and in, historically, uh, there have been four. But just forget the, the bottom two and just take the four middle games. And uh, ratings are down 21% in the NFL. Is that political, or is it because of people like me who have a hard time watching the game if there are no fans in the stands or very few fans in the stands? Well, I, I think you're right, Fred. I mean, I, I just got done uh... – having dinner with my wife, and they had the Buffalo-Baltimore game from last year in the right. stadium. And I got to tell you, or, you know, what, what, Ralph Wilson Stadium, I guess it's called now. But, I mean, it was so incredible to see 85,000 people in the stands. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I do hear there's a big difference between 30 million people watching on TV and 24 million people watching on TV. Um. I, I personally, as a as a as a kicker, as a football player, when the people when the people cheered, it got my adrenaline going. You know, I got to give the guys credit this year for playing with very little people. Although, in the playoffs, you know, Mr. Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, has allowed six thousand fans for the Saturday night game, Buffalo yeah. and Baltimore. Green Bay has allowed six thousand five hundred fans for the Rams when they play. At 1:30 on Saturday, up in Lambeau Field, so it, it's changing. Uh, you know, the dynamics are changing. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I had a funny feeling COVID might be over. You know, based on the vaccine and the election, but uh, I haven't. That hasn't been proven to me yet. And now we hear that uh, the variant uh, spread uh, beyond belief in England, and uh, there's one molecule flying around there that the. Uh, Vaccines uh, cannot uh, control at yeah, this that, point in time. That really scares me because you know you, you spend all these billions of dollars coming up with three, four, five vaccines, and then the thing mutates into something else. Uh, all you can, all you can really do is hope to hell they know what the hell they're doing. Now I come from a family that uh, my mom was very medically inclined, so I knew about the Black Death. I didn't know we'd live through it already or fight through it already. I really didn't. I thought it was something that uh, could never happen, uh, you know, nowadays. But uh, certainly it has and whatever. You mentioned the Rams game, uh, the Rams at Green Bay. Darnold says he will play. 
Goff will start. Wilford, yeah, cannot play because of the injury to the neck. Uh, a battle of Cal quarterbacks, Fred. Although, interesting, uh, Rogers never says, when we introduce him, he never says Cal. He mentions his high school. But uh, I wonder why. But, uh, yeah, uh, Rogers, of course, the better quarterback, the experienced quarterback. Rams have a shot. The line is moved. Who do you like in this one? Obviously, the Packers are favorite. Well, you know, there's a couple. There's a couple of key factors in this game that I haven't heard a lot of people talking about. You got a great Devontae Adams, going to be covered by perhaps the best cornerback in football in Jalen Ramsey. You've got a left tackle protecting, you know, the blind side for Rodgers, David Bakhtiari, all pro yeah. out of Colorado. He blew his knee out two weeks ago. Uh, the Rams traditionally over the years, Fred, how many times have we been crushed in L.A. with the Rams going to Minnesota or Green Bay or playing <laughs> in a very hostile, cold environment? Um, it's kind of hard to go from Thousand Oaks at 80 degrees, roll into Lambeau Field and, and feel frisky, right? Hey, before we go, uh, this is going to be a short show, folks. Uh, Fred's had a very, very tough Thursday. Uh, the AT&T guy, a very nice guy, came out because our three house phones uh, have a have static on it. And uh, anyways, I, I canceled, but they never got the word that I canceled because I had a nightmare that they wreck uh, my, what is I call my ISDN. And uh, he left and uh, the ISDN doesn't work at this moment. But now I walk into the room and now it says ready instead of inactive. I don't know how they did that <laughs> from outside, but I've been suffering for the last three hours saying to myself, why did I not? scream and just say just leave but anyways that's uh, uh my story but oh you wanted to remember the rams green bay game fred uh 30 to 14 green bay is my choice okay i i i don't know who's gonna i mean i think green bay is gonna win i don't know who went that big but it's something that i must talk to you about we'll talk to you tomorrow on sports one at america about the same thing so you can laugh twice if you think it's funny but what were you doing the morning uh that uh, Ray Malavasi uh, was uh, interviewed on KMPC by the world's greatest I was actually, morning guy, I was actually and Ray was snoring. <laughs> we were in training camp at Cal State Fullerton when this all came down. That's the funniest story of all time. I mean, have I lost you? you know, he comes to breakfast. He comes to breakfast about 25, 30 minutes later, and all the guys, because you know we're up and we're listening, we want to hear what Ray has to say, you know. And he got a standing right. ovation. And, you're a sleepy coach. <laughs> I got to tell you, Ray was one hell of a guy, though. You know, they talk about players, coaches, uh, brilliant defensive mind, never got the credit. I mean, you also realize he was the defensive coordinator for the Raiders when they lost in Pittsburgh yeah. with Franco Harris on the Immaculate Reception. The guy had great props defensively. Yeah. The players loved him. Fred Dreyer, got, you know, he was the best with Ray. Um, that was a real great group of guys, man. And, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, how close he and Faulkner got to beating the Steelers in the Super Bowl. If only Nolan Cromwell would have intercepted that ball when the Rams were leading 1917 with about nine, nine and a half minutes left in the Rose Bowl. They got a shot, no question. Uh, Robert W. Morgan, I always thought of him as the best uh, morning guy that I've ever heard in Los Angeles. Uh, where would you rate him? I loved him. I used to listen to KMPC all the time. They had the best lineup. 
In, for me, it was KMET, KLOS, and uh, KMPC. Okay, so I'm working at KMPC in uh, 92, 93, 94, and I'm doing the 7 to midnight, and uh, Robert W. Morgan quits, and he doesn't, doesn't like what's going on. We're turning all sports, although we love sports. Uh, but he had a fight to, with Bill Ward or something, and, and he quit. So Chris Roberts took over, and Chris was the UCLA play-by-play guy. He did a great job doing UCLA play-by-play, but he's not a morning guy. And then somebody else took his place. And then the program director called me and he says, you know, Bill Ward thinks you're, you're the only smart, you're the smartest guy, that, uh, the only guy that could do the morning show with, uh, you know, with us. And, and I said, I don't want to touch that. And I, he said, why? And I said, because nobody can replace Robert W. Morgan. And uh, he, they said, no, no, you'll, you'll get it done. You'll get it done. And uh, two years later, they wanted to move me to weekends again after I did it for two years. So I knew what I was in for. There was no way you can replace Robert W. Morgan. Certainly Fred could not. However, uh, life is weird. There's no question about that. And speaking of that, before we go, uh, Jeopardy uh, grew, grew up with Art Fleming doing it and many years of uh, Alex, of course. And now uh, 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 Jennings is uh, filling in. They're going to have other fill-ins, including Aaron Rodgers from Cal. So it would be interesting if, let's say, if Green Bay won the Super Bowl, and then he became the host of Jeopardy. Your thoughts, Art Source, in about 60 seconds. All right. You know what? I think it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, I really enjoy it. My wife and I usually watch it three, four times a week. Um, I'm real sad about, you know, what happened to, uh, to Alex, a great man who had a lot of, a lot of great fans around the world. Um, nobody nobody gets, seems to get out alive with pancreatic cancer. So I pray for his family and everybody that loved him. But, uh, you know, I, Fred, the way this world is right now, everybody wants to do something they don't want to do or something they may, maybe they're not good at doing. But I guess that's what keeps everybody excited. Um, I will say this. Um, I'm excited right now for a good weekend of football. Um, I just I just hope and pray that everything stays peaceful in this country of ours and uh, and we get through this and we can get some sort of a, a way of, of coming together for the for the people of this country more than anything else. See, folks, Art's the political one. Fred is not. Uh, so who do you think is going to have the highest ratings uh, on January 20th? The inauguration of Joe Biden or the Senate... Uh, doing their impeachment deal. Who do you think uh, will have a higher up? Well, I'll tell you what, there won't be any, there will, there'll be one less person watching either one of those two things. So <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't get involved in it. it. To me, you know, the guy has six days, seven days left. Let him run out his term. Done. You know, we have other things that are far more pressing. A, getting the vaccination, you know, out to the people. B, making sure people are not starving and losing their homes. Okay, these are important factors. I guess it doesn't affect congressmen and senators who make that kind of money, but rank-and-file Americans who own mom-and-pop businesses are hurting. And for them to play politics with people's lives just cuts me to the core, and, and I'm so pissed at both sides of the agenda, you have no idea. Let me end with this, uh, folks. Uh, 
I'm, I'm frightened that uh, Trump has the nuclear codes, but then it hits me that he can't remember them. Artie, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America. Artie, he's had them for four years. <laughs> he's lost them, and he'll never remember them, so we're safe. Uh, Art, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Mario, Thanks, thank you Fred. for putting... Mario, thank you for putting Believe Sports Biz on the air, folks. A lot of great shows on Believe, and although Artie is political, a lot of the other shows are not, so you can listen to all of them right here on Believe Sports Business uh, Sports Media. We'll see you in about 168 hours minus 20 minutes uh, next week right here on Believe Sports Biz. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.